I need your sweet melanin. Let me give you the plenty on me. Let me say the over it. Bless your body with only water. Design on me all for it. Let me diamonds splash like water. My body I'm comforting. Give me everything, no quarter. Let me say the over it. Bless your body with only water. Hey there, loves, and welcome to another Monday Musing. Um, there's so much going on this week. I was trying to figure out like what would be the best topic for today, and I figured, you know what, I'll figure it out as I talk to you. Just some things that stood out for me this week. You know, as I said before, this month is going to be a little more freestyle than something that is absolutely planned and there's a framework of everything that's going to happen. I'm just going to be vibing out with you guys for a bit. And I saw this quotation and I want to share it with you. It says, you owe yourself one hour a day of self-maintenance. It can include reading, writing yoga, exercise, dancing, meditation, painting, or whatever, but you owe it to yourself. One hour, one out of 24 of your day, that's less than 5%, and it matters. It really does. And I want to break down this quotation because this is something that we really need to unpack. There I go using that word again. There I go using that phrase again. Unpack. I like it. Because when you unpack, like you itemize everything and you go, okay. And then you put things in different spaces and different places. Then they were already all muddled together in that baggage that you had. So basically... You owe yourself one hour a day of self-maintenance. And you're asking yourself, but when do I take this hour? I mean, my day is packed already with meetings back to back, other responsibilities I have, traffic, all these things. You're busy. You know, you got to find time. You got to make time for yourself. And that is countercultural. You're supposed to be always available. Always on call. You have to make time for yourself. Whether it's the first thing in the morning, whether it's that you take a little longer at lunch, whether it is that just before dinner you get a escapism, or you go to sleep an hour earlier and that last hour you're like decompressing. You know, what works for me is either the really early morning one. Or the really late in the evening one, just before I go to sleep. It's kind of called a morning routine or an evening routine. Sometimes if I'm lucky, I get both of them in. But most of the time, I either get the morning one, or if I feel like sleeping in, I get the evening one just before I go to bed. Okay? So we're still looking at that. And it tells you what you can do in your hour. It gives you suggestions, like reading. Ask yourself, what are you reading right now? 
Reading is so powerful. The information that you get from books, people don't want you to access that. But if you take a book and you read it, whether it's a nonfiction book or a fiction book, you can glean so much from it. The themes, the concepts, the manner in which the book itself unfolds. Because every book has a plan. And when you're reading that plan, then you get a better understanding of where that author is coming from. So books are awesome. Reading is fundamental. (laughs) Writing. There was a time when all I did was write. And when I wrote, my thoughts used to come out really angry. But then I started to write and then it was more informative. And then I started to write and then it became more therapeutic. Your writing goes through phases. And what's cool is that when you're finished writing and like, I don't know, maybe two, three months have passed, you can look back at that writing and you can see where you were and how far you've come and the progress or the regress that you've made. Okay? So there's yoga or exercise and meditation and dancing and painting or whatever. Recently, I have been into the world of yoga and I'm not going to lie to you. At first, I thought yoga was this nami-pami thing that, you know. But when I realized yoga is a full body experience, it was then that I said to myself, whoa, this is time to really study and practice and also learn from yoga. And then there's exercise. I used to be all in the gym. I used to do road work. I used to have personal trainers, whatever. Exercise in that way, you know, was something that would have helped me to get out my competitive spirit as well. Dancing. I grew up hearing people telling me that I can't dance and I love to prove people wrong. So I enrolled in dance classes. I did different genres of dance and my body moves the way how my body should move. Simple as that. And dance is so much more than how your body is moving, but it's like your core, like you're engaging your feelings, your emotions and everything when you dance and you're expressing yourself physically. That's why dancers have that knack about it and it may look pleasing to some people's eyes but dance is just an expression of who you are so no matter how it looks to others it doesn't matter it's how it feels for you meditation you know everybody thinks meditation is like this whole um you close your eyes and you keep saying things in one monotone it's so much more than that meditation is all to do with your breath like you have to focus on your breath You have to think, okay, how many seconds am I holding my breath in? And you calm your breath down. When you calm your breath down, then the rest of your body follows suit. Your physical body follows suit. Your mental follows suit. Your emotional follows suit. And it all stems at your breath. You know, when they say take a deep breath, that means so much. It means stop. It means reflect. It means pause for a while, whatever it is, meditation is amazing because in meditation, like things come to you. And when those things come to you, you're forced to like sit there with them and deal with whatever issue it is that you may have. Another suggestion was painting. 
I'm not really an artist. I mean, I go to a couple of sip and paint sometime <laughs> and I'm going to go to one a little later on in this month. So um, shout out to all the sip and paint people out there. You know who you are. <laughs> but when I do sip and paint, I always tell people more I sip, the better I paint. <laughs> and I do have a fair amount of examples of how it is. You know, when I look at it after I've sipped, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> but while I'm painting, man, and I'm sipping, I'm doing a masterpiece. So that in itself is amazing. And then they say, whatever, because we're all human and we're all different. And like, these things may not work for you. And that's okay. Like, do whatever works for you in that hour a day of self-maintenance. You owe it to yourself. It is something that you need to do. Not that you want to do. You need to do it for your mental health. You need to do it for your emotional health. You need to do it for your psychological health. You need to do it for your overall wellness. Because if you don't do that, if you don't set aside that time a day, you are going to run yourself down. It's like you're recharging the battery on your phone or your tablet or your laptop. You need to recharge yourself. You know, plug in yourself somewhere away from someone else, away from everyone else, and take that time to recharge. And it's just a little bit, but it goes such a long way. And it's a habit. When you keep being consistent with this day in and day out is going to add up and people around you are going to notice that you've changed you're more secure in yourself you're more confident in the way how you express yourself certain things that people used to say before don't bother you at all i guarantee you it is something. And I mean, at the beginning of this podcast, I was like, what do I call this? What do I call this episode? I have a title for it. You guys ready for it? And the title of that episode is Self-Worth. You're worth it. Keep telling that to yourself. Make it a reality. Take care. And be safe, loves, because you're pretty nature and you're filled with favor. <laughs>